Mind-bending top download, Awe, what's up? Cool FM, 98.9 kicking. Well, yes, exotic anthropologist papers. Wicked report, thanks for joining me, Bumini. Then download radio show quickies. Screen time. You are always there. And it keeps us there. Even if you're not actually there. Because it's so good at distracting us. You can click a button and get a dopamine hit and get some information. Something is blinking, pay attention. But it's not satisfying information most of the time. Yeah, I try to be healthy about it. I don't want it to dictate my life. But I think if things continue to go the way that they're going, it's just going to get too much for people. You know, I spend a lot of time in airports and I look around and everybody, literally to a person, is glued to their... Flat screens, bendable screens, desktop screens, phone screens, iPad screens, this interaction screens of just a TV screen. Well, I will also tap the mundo the screens. Well, outside, yeah, paso screens nanta desarrollando así na rápido y avance aquí está cambiando nos experiencia con más calidad, más color y y más. Yeah, it's really a magic portal that allows you to go into another dimension of space and time. Alert, your FedEx package was delivered. Saturday 2 p.m. I mean, literally, you're going into different time zones Reminder, with the click of a button. Email John Vi, 10 p.m. GMT. And so you're getting these messages from these different places all the time. Alert, federal judge orders and they're kind of chopping up Alert, your experience of Los Angeles to reality. Reminder, Wednesday spin class. In which you're living in many different kind of social time zones, the time zones of Stephen Price favorited your tweet. The apps on your phone. Three others commented on your the photo. people texting you. What time are we meeting for yep, dinner? Got it. Happy birthday. Hey, have you left yet? The people who've left you voicemail. It's just Grammy. I just wanted to talk to you about something. Well, nos queda wacky screen y pensa con más y por avanzar. Mirando explosión de virtual reality. I mean, really, it's a mobile desktop. And one of the problems is that it really demands all of your attention instead of lets you be human. Like your primary task as a human should be being human. But when this device demands all of your attention, it can interrupt other primary tasks, for instance, driving or just walking down the street. I mean, we saw the, the video of the guy who was walking down the street texting and ran into a bear. So even though it makes you temporarily superhuman, it actually gets rid of a lot of the other sensory perception that you might need to rely on as an individual in society. You're absolutely right. And, and in fact, because I'm asked a lot by parents about the effects of all of these new technologies, what I have to share with them is is the fact that science quite literally cannot keep up with the pace of technological advances. So we started studying the iPad uh, and touchscreen media about three years ago. We were probably among the first in the country to do it. The simple truth is that we're all what they call uh, digital immigrants. I mean, the incredible thing to me is our children who if they were born five years ago, didn't know a world where an iPhone didn't exist. And and they are digital natives. They don't know of a world that these things didn't exist in, and they're incredibly tethered to them. Our Amber Case, stone anthropologist of Mihobisa, a cyber anthropologist, right? That's correct. 
there is a subfield of the anthropology of science, which is the anthropology of cyborgs. And it looks at the relation between humans and technology, how technology affects culture and how things change over time. Screens are a big part of the life human And because of that, you have a second self. Whether you like it or not, you're starting to show up online and people are interacting with your second self when you're not there. And, and suddenly we have to start to maintain our second self. You have to present yourself in digital life in a similar way that you would in your analog life. So in the same way that you wake up, take a shower and get dressed, you have to learn to do that for your digital self. And the problem is that a lot of people now, especially adolescents, have to go through two adolescencies. They have to go through their primary one that's already awkward, and then they have to go through their second self's adolescence. And that's even more awkward because there's a, an actual kind of history of what they've gone through online. And so what happens is when we bring all of that into the social space, we end up checking our phones all the time. So we have this sort of thing called ambient intimacy. It's not that we're always connected to everybody, but at any time we can connect to anyone we want. And so there are some psychological effects that happen with this. What I'm really worried about is that people aren't taking time for mental reflection anymore and that they aren't slowing down and stopping being around all those people in the room all the time that are trying to compete for their attention. They're not just sitting there. No stupirando cyborg? That's correct. There is a subfield of the anthropology of science, which is the anthropology of cyborgs. And it looks at the relation between humans and technology, how technology affects culture and how things change over time. Thanks for joining me to download radio show Quickies. Screen time. Queda conosco más. Ok, suave, más lap. Aquí, na Cool FM.